Hello, friends. This is Parag here, your host on Stay Strong Podcast. Thank you very much for joining today's show. We have Lisa from Australia today, and uh, very exciting to speak with, speak with her and uh, understand more about her fitness, her nutrition, and her training program. Over to you, Lisa. Please introduce yourself, uh, your fitness and professional background. Uh, hi, I'm Lisa. Um, I live in Australia. Um, I'm 51. And I currently, well, I've been do, uh, competing with kettlebells for about five years now. Okay. Uh, I currently do like two to three days a week of, uh, of gym work at uh, Lone Dog uh, Gym, uh, which consists of like, some cardio and strength training. And then I do about three sessions of kettlebell training a week. So I'm, I'm pretty much there, you know, six days a week, I suppose. So yeah, it keeps me busy. Okay. <laughs> um, I also work uh, in administration for uh, a um, digital solutions company. So we're quite busy too. So between that and, and uh, training, it's uh, okay. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> okay. So that's uh, locally there you work or do you have to travel somewhere? Oh, it's pretty local. It only takes me about 20 minutes to drive to work. So that's pretty good, pretty handy. <laughs> okay, great, great. Yep. So yep. Uh, how did you get started, Lisa? I mean, uh, who introduced you to uh, kettlebells or kettlebell sport to you? Uh, when, I, when I started uh, going to the gym, which is owned by Shannon Pigton and Cheryl Snyder, who also you probably know, who lift, uh, they introduced me to kettlebell sport because, I mean, that's what they were doing. And uh, they had a, a Australian Nationals Gear Boy Sport uh, competition in okay. Albury, our hometown. So they said, you know, have a go. And so we had a go and I hadn't really done much except for, you know, uh, what we've done at the gym. And, uh, and yeah, I was hooked after that. So, yeah, it was good fun. Okay, so that very was... nerve-wracking. <laughs> okay, okay. So, what was that? Which year? What was that? Sorry. Which year did you get started? Uh, two thousand eighteen, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, did you yeah. had any prior fitness background before getting into kettlebell sport, or it was your start to the fitness journey? Uh, well, I actually started going to the gym there uh, seven years ago, so. Okay. I'd been going there for you know, two years prior, but I hadn't really done any kettlebell sports. So I was quite unfit actually when I when I started there. Um, and so when I started doing kettlebells, I had a little bit of, you know, uh, athleticism behind me, but uh, nothing to prepare me for kettlebell sport. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, different and hard, but uh, very rewarding. So... Okay, so prior to getting into, like you mentioned that seven years you started uh, doing going to gym, but before that uh, you were doing some walking, running or any kind of fitness activity like yoga, anything, or it was like no. you started at the age of 43, 44 for the first time. Yeah. Is that so? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I used to be, I used to be, you know, uh, involved in a lot of sport as a, a teenager, okay. but, uh, you know, as you get older, you tend to get a bit more lazy and, uh, I actually got a bit overweight and uh, which is why I want to go back to the, to the gym. And uh, yeah, so I hadn't done anything prior to that for a very long time. So, yeah. 
Okay, interesting. Now, uh, if, if you choose to do GitLab sport, I'm sure it must be very well rewarding, but uh, what, is, what is the experience you have bought uh, after you age in past four to five years when you've started lifting kettlebells, uh, do you have any kind of a negative experience that probably it is hurting your wrist, maybe something else, maybe something else which you would like to share with the viewers because many lifters who are starting little age, they might have similar challenges. Um, Look, when you start, you, you get yourself a good coach. You you start, you know, from a very light weight. Yes. Uh, and, you you know, you start your one-minute sets and then you only build up as you progress. So yes. um, it is a slow and steady uh, thing. Process, yes. uh, but, of course, as you get to lift heavier bells, uh, you know, it do does become quite challenging. Uh, I did uh, last year... Uh, early last year, I hurt my shoulder, um, so it put me out for you know a few months. So I had to actually go back and and start again. I think I was up to eighteen or you know twenty kilos then. So I had to go back to you know your eight and ten kilo and slowly build up again. And uh, that was a bit frustrating, but if you if you stick to it, you can get back to where you were you know pretty quickly. So. Okay, so that was like a major injury or it was like a kind of a tear or something like that? Yeah, it was a little bit of a tear. It wasn't like major, major, but uh, I couldn't I couldn't lift, put it that way. Yeah, it was too sore. Like even driving hurt. So Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yep. Um, do you... Okay, so when you started uh, lifting kettlebells, do you follow any kind of a nutrition program? Like, uh, I would also like to know whether you have an equal amount of the protein, fat, and carbs, or do you take some kind of support of the supplements, or how it is exactly your nutrition plan? If you can throw a little highlight on that. Um, look, I try to always eat, you know, fairly healthy. Um, I try not to eat, you know, any processed foods and, you know, um, but I did do a nutrition program that Lone Dog uh, introduced last year that I went to, which helped uh, give me the macros that I needed to reach my goals. So uh, I just worked on that and, uh, you know, con continued with my training and, you um, and, you know, I lost, I went from uh, under 58 category to under 53. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, so that was a big difference, but I was actually much fitter and stronger. I think I put on about three to four kilo of muscle and lost okay. all my residual fat. So I was quite healthy, which okay. was, which was my goal. So um, I watched what I eat. I ate lots of vegetables, uh, different colors for different, you know, vitamin requirements. Um, I take omega-3 supplements only because I don't eat enough uh, fish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and vitamin D, because uh, I'm low in vitamin D. But other than that, yeah, it's more about, um, you know, your hydration, um, getting a good amount of sleep, um, yes. you know, recovery, listening to your body when you need it. So, yeah, that, that's basically all I do and, and try and do my training every week. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So do you take protein shakes when it comes to supplement as an extra? Like you mentioned that you have taken omega-3. So are, are, are you a non-vegetarian where you eat 
eggs and chicken and fish pretty every day two or three times a day yeah yeah now i get your protein sources uh my proteins just by eating you know uh, meat products okay. uh some protein shakes you know sometimes uh just going through foods that do contain uh protein you know some greek yogurts and some grains and um nuts seeds all that sort of stuff so okay uh, yeah just stuff like that Okay. I don't really take supplements for yeah, don't take supplements for it. Okay. Okay. And how about the recovery? How do you take care of the recovery because mostly I have seen because I have been training a lot of women who are about 45 50, they at times find very challenging to recover because the next day they are very sore. Even on the second day they are still very sore and not able to lift. So, how do you manage that? Uh, <laughs> yes, the soreness is fun, isn't it? Um I try and drink a lot of water try to stay hydrated okay um which helps and i do a lot of foam rolling which i think is okay. very very beneficial okay um stretching prior to lifting and generally you know i might be sore but i feel like it doesn't last as long like it doesn't last long like i recover quickly and i got to make sure i get a good amount of sleep because you know your body recovers when you're sleeping so Okay so try not to stay up late. <laughs> okay. Okay so your sleeping pattern is typically 7 to 8 hours a day? Uh yeah it's about 8 to probably 8 9 hours a night yeah. Okay. Okay. Minimum. Yeah. That's pretty long. <laughs> yeah. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay, so now you've been coaching for five years, right? I mean, you've been actually lifting kettlebells, not coaching kettlebells for five years. And yeah, uh, have you been? A, have you had been a coach all the time, or earlier when you started, you started lifting by yourself, or probably you are now by yourself? How does the experience of you uh, coaching with the coach and coaching by yourself? If you have done coaching by yourself, ah, uh, I haven't really coached myself before. I actually had Cheryl. you know um because i go to their gym like i've got i've got them okay. there and okay. and uh you know she doesn't she, we only have like one on one sessions probably once a month so it's really just up to me to follow the program and show up and and do the work and um you know uh, okay. if i don't go there and do the work then i don't okay. progress basically yeah okay i think i need guidance i think to do it yourself would be you'd have to be pretty disciplined um but uh, i think cuz we've got such a good community of lifters where i am we all sort of support each other so it's it's good fun okay okay yeah. so typically does your coach gives the combination of the kettlebell and the strength training on the same day or do you do kettlebell strength training kettlebell strength training on simultaneous days how how exactly is your training program um no i tend to uh do my gym work on the off days so i might do that you know go to the gym do a session there on a monday and then do my training kettlebell training tuesday gym work wednesday like i alternate the days because okay. i do, i will get too sore if i try and do both <laughs> okay being older but uh and and i don't want to get an injury so i don't push myself to the limit like i listen to my body and and as long as i show up and and you know do it every day okay uh um yeah that works for me so typically how many hours do you train like an hour or maybe a little longer uh every day 
my gym sessions are an hour, but my training is, you know, it might be it probably be an hour with with uh, you know warming up and warming down, but yeah, probably no more than that. That's probably okay. enough. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So you typically train for an hour. So you're practically training six times a week. Yeah. Maybe a day yeah. of rest or something like that, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Definitely. So uh, when I come to the strength training part, maybe uh, a little, uh, digging a little deeper into your strength training program, do you do deadlifts and squats? Uh, and is it really helping the kettlebell training? If you can just explain that. Um, we do do a lot of that at Lone Dog. We do, like, a, one of my favorite things to do is deadlifts. Like, I think I've done a, uh, maybe 110 kilos, something like that. So, uh, I quite enjoy strength training, and it is a massive part. I think it, because kettlebell sport is, a, is, is, you know, strength training strength in work, itself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I think you need to do you know, work, you've got to do extra work if you want to get better. So all the strength training you can do as well as cardio because uh, you need that fitness as you get heavier. Um, it all contributes to, you know, making you lift well. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. So uh, you're having a combination of deadlift and squat both together? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think the combination should works better for me. Okay, okay. Great, great. Now, uh, since you've started lifting kettlebells, uh, you uh, you must be doing a lot of national competition in Australia. Simultaneously, you are playing a lot of world championships. So how many world championships have you played since you started, like uh, since five years? Oh, well, actually, uh, this year was my first okay. Okay. <laughs> international yet. Yeah. So okay. I actually okay. went there um, with my daughter. Who is was one of the first junior um, lifters for Australia to qualify? Okay. So it, it was more about her actually. So when I actually, uh, you know, I went pretty well over there. I was a bit surprised because I didn't know what to expect. But um, yeah, so I've only really done um, our our lifts in Australia with uh, Giravoy Sport Australia. Um, and, you know, doing some opens and some. Uh, state comps and our nationals every year and so yes. I think for the last sort of two well, maybe two years I qualified for the Australian team but I, I you know with COVID and everything I didn't really get that opportunity to to go anywhere so yeah it was a bit exciting to go this year. Okay so this year you're playing Australian nationals uh, like uh, is it happening now I guess it is happening in a couple of months some competitions are opening Oceania or some competitions are happening in a couple of months, right? Uh, yes. So our nationals is in uh, September 17th, so not far away in Hobart. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's getting, it's four weeks, I think, four weeks from today, which is a bit scary because we have to actually um, compete there if we want to, you know, get on the Australian team or qualify for the Australian team. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good luck for you. Thanks. <laughs> So uh, I would like to know uh, your best national uh, lifting records, like for yourself as a PR personal record, if you have lifted 16 kilos, 20 kg, OLC or snatch, and also what is your favorite lift? Um, my favorite lift is one arm long cycle. Okay. Uh, I, I just like the, you know, the clean and jerk sort of rhythm. Rhythm, yeah. Uh, okay. 
snatch snatch has always been harder for me but i'm i'm working on that now so i'm hoping to to do that at nationals but um my best uh was 115 reps um, olc uh, yeah olc and 16 kilos. Uh, that 16 kilos sorry yeah 16 kilos so um, and that was in my under 58 category. And then I've, I think I did 112 in under 53 as well. So I thought that was okay. <laughs> okay. As long as you're achieving your personal best, that's, that's you know, yes, that's rewarding. Yes. How about snatch? Snatch, I haven't uh, done my 16 with snatch. So I have. I have uh, a few Australian records with snatch with, uh, you know, the 8, 10 and 12 kilo, but uh, I'm yet to to compete with the 16. So uh, hopefully you might see some results soon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You'll do well. <laughs> so yeah. the... Uh, um, yes. Oh, yeah, you go. I was just going to say at um, Worlds, I did manage to get two gold and two silver. So I was pretty happy with that doing okay. 16 kilo when I'm on cycle and a 30 minute when I'm on cycle. So that was good fun. Great, great. Congratulations. Yeah, you did really well for Thanks. an Australian team. Overall did very well in uh, Portugal, apart from other teams. But I think Australian team could see really, you know, shouting and uh, cheering of the people and cheering of the athletes out there. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah. Yes. It was, yeah. <laughs> So as you see, the sport is growing all over the world. If you even if you see in your country, even if I see in my India country, it is growing everywhere. What is your view? Because now you are 51. Uh, most of the athletes or the people who are coming to this sport, uh, definitely uh, based on the uh, based on the the promotion, what the federation does. Whoever enters into the sport, how do you see the future of the kettlebell sport? Um, I think it's increasingly becoming quite popular, uh, especially overseas. In Australia, we're still working on it. You know, it is much more popular than uh, when I first started, but uh, trying to, uh, you know, it'd be great to see it as an Olympic sport, but there's a lot of work that's got to go into that yes. to make it happen. But um, I believe one day, you know, it will happen. Um, I'll our gear voice sport um, of Australia actually work really hard at uh, promoting the sport. So um, I'm hoping, you know, bigger, for bigger and better things in the future. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we are pretty much on the end. Uh, if you can yeah. share a very strong message uh, to the viewers, especially for the women who are about 45, maybe you can share your experience, whatever you've gone through, or maybe if you must have experience on other lifters who are older than your age and who are doing much better than you, uh, what mindset they have, maybe if you can just share your verdict. Um, well, I mean, there's a, a couple of lifters that are, you know, around my age and Cindy's, uh, I think she's about to turn 50 as well. And yes. um and and you know um, introducing myself into uh, sport again, you know later in life was a big challenge, but uh, it's not impossible. So you know it doesn't matter how old you are, I don't think. And and especially in kettlebell sport, after seeing you know the lifters in Portugal, you can still lift to you know a ripe old age, and yeah. you know 
Um, and it, and that's that's promising for me because that means you know that I, I know that I can if I put the work in that I can keep going, you know, for another 10, 20 years if I if I wanted to if I'm if I maintain you know the same level of fitness. Um, I think you know just give it a try. You know you just have to give it a try. Um, set yourself some goals. Be prepared to you know things don't always go to plan, but um, you know you just you just keep at it and you know you you get there even the, the big wins and the the little wins are all all make you feel you know uh, good about yourself and uh, it's a great community of, of lifters uh, who all have a mutual respect for each other because we know how hard uh, we actually work so um, yeah it's just it's fun and it's rewarding when you reach your goals so I just say give it a go and um, have fun doing it. Absolutely. I hope that helps. <laughs> don't, don't worry how old you are. Yeah, age is no barrier. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Great, Lisa. I mean, uh, it was a great interaction. And uh, I'm sure uh, uh, your friends, your colleagues, and simultaneously, when I'll be sharing this everywhere, people will learn a lot of things, like they do learn from other podcasts. And uh, I wish you good luck for your upcoming competition and I'll see you soon in the next competition whenever we meet up. Yeah, thank you so much. Sorry, I was a bit nervous, but um, I'm, I'm really humbled that you asked me no to do this interview. No so problem. Thank no you problem. very much. No problem. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank All you. Right, well, you take care.